You're listening to CSB Broadcast, your local connection to communities of southeastern Wisconsin, where Community State Bank gives you advice on your financial needs and links you to the people and events happening near you. Hello, everybody. This is Scott Hudipol. I'm president of Community State Bank, and today we're going to do something a little different. We're going to talk about health insurance, the benefits of health insurance and the cost of health insurance and the and the trends of health insurance. And uh, it's not all that of exciting thing to talk about. We, uh, we small business owners um, get kind of nervous actually every time we talk about health insurance and the cost of health insurance. But we felt that it was uh, very timely to be able to talk to a lot of our small business owners out there uh, on, on some ideas and some directions that they might want to go and consider as they're trying to save some costs and, and provide a nice benefit to their employees. Today, to do that, our guest is Mike Farrell. Mike is with David Insurance. David Insurance covers um, southeast Wisconsin. We're seeing in Kenosha County and a much greater area than that, too, I believe. Right, Mike? Yes. Okay. Okay. But your primary focus area is southeast Wisconsin. Is that true? Yeah, I would say we stick within about a 100-mile circle. Okay. Okay. 100-mile yep. circle. Fantastic. Mike is a uh, Mike is a star. He's a star in this industry. <laughs> he was a rec- recently recognized as the Employee Benefit Advisor of the Year by his association group through the state of Wisconsin. Uh, it's all insurance professionals in there, roughly five thousand people, and you won the award. So congratulations. That is that is correct. And you know, I I truly owe that to our team at David Insurance. Any time that I spend away from the organization, we've got to have people pick up the slack. And when you're dealing with a statewide association like I have been over the years, that does take time away. At the same time, it's important to advocate on behalf of our role in this uh, uh, insurance business. We, We help employers with trying to develop their goals and strategies. At the same time, we as an industry have to develop our own goals and strategies, and that's what I've helped the association do over time. Sounds a lot like banking. <laughs> yep. very, very similar. Oh, I didn't win the Banker of the Year Award. So. Not yet. Okay. I'm sure it's on the way, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it is. All right. Um, health insurance premiums. You hear so much about it. Um, it's, it's, it's scary to small business owners. What's on the horizon? What do you see in 2017 and beyond for for health insurance premiums? You know, I have to tell you the bad news right away. The trend is still up. That's shocking, by the way. I'm sure you're not surprised to hear this, but (laughs) insurance company trends uh, continue to be in the high single-digit renewal uh, percentage increase. And as we look at the rest of society and we look at the consumer price index, typically health insurance has been been going up at about three times the normal CPI rate. That continues for a lot of different reasons. In fact, there are some reasons that are out of your control. For example, you know that society is aging. Well, that's something that nobody can stop. As people get older, they consume more health care, and that's just a fact. Uh, Hospital building, providers expanding, those types of things are also ongoing. Technology continues to advance. All of those things cost money. So when you build those together and create an insurance plan, the cost of that insurance continues to rise. It has, it continues to go up and uh, we at Community State Bank made the decision here a while back that we needed to set some goals and really evaluate our process and what we're doing. And I think what did that, we're, we're not a big employer, but uh, we have about 100 employees. 
and one day I was looking at our financial statements for the previous year and with between what the employees paid and what the bank paid and you know some other employee benefits on the in the insurance side that that figure you know reached about a million dollars and and we're not a big a big company so it was, it, it, it was at that point in time where we looked at this and said you know what we need to set some goals ourselves we need to we need to look at alternatives and see what's out there to be able to provide a good product and a good benefit to our employees without breaking the bank uh, no pun intended there right. but uh, uh, that's that's what we did. Can you tell us a little bit about you know what what a company should look at the setting of goals, evaluation process, what they should do? We think it's all about strategic planning, and also advanced planning. You can't wait until two or three months prior to a renewal to sit down and then be surprised by the fact that you've got a ten percent increase coming your way on a million dollar line item. Uh, obviously, that's not sustainable for an employer over the long haul. So. When we sit down with a group, we want to develop a strategic plan where there are certain action steps that are taken along the way. In most cases, the employer's primary goal is for cost control, but the second goal is for employee satisfaction. So everybody wants to control costs in whatever they do. It doesn't matter what industry you're in, certainly there's always this element of cost control. But you as an employer, certainly took a, a great step toward making sure that yes we wanted cost control but we want to keep our employees happy we truly value our employees we want to keep the best ones and the truth is providing a good employee benefits plan helps to do that and by sitting down six months and eight and nine months prior to a renewal you're going to at least have those action steps put into place when we were working with you uh, six months prior to renewal last year we knew that there were going to have to be some plan changes that would occur that would lead to both employee savings as well as bank savings. So when an employer is looking at a health plan, they might consider whether to build in a, a reimbursement kind of program toward their deductibles and to balance whether that reduces premium uh, in addition or as you do the math related to how much you might reimburse when it comes to deductibles. So there is a balancing act and you have to do the math to figure out how that's going to benefit you. And when we did that for you, it was very clear that that was in the bank's best interest as well as the employee's best interest. I think um, one of the most impressive parts during the whole process was uh, that you guys really spent probably, like you said, six to nine months educating. I mean, you weren't, you weren't selling, you weren't, you weren't we, we didn't even talk about any prices, we didn't talk about anything. You educated us on what's available out there, which is, which is information that I really didn't know about. And, uh, and that helped the whole process go a lot smoother. When it was time to start looking at pricing and costs, um, I really knew what we were looking at in the products and the services and how that would affect our employees. So I thought that was a that was a great thing to do and a great thing to offer, and I and I might say that um, it didn't cost us anything. I mean, it, uh, it, uh, it to go through that process. Obviously, you know, you guys as as all insurance agencies make their money when you're when you're selling insurance, and uh, that's that's where I'm sure you get paid. But uh, to go through that process, you spent quite a bit of time and energy. I know, really educating us on what we needed to do and what we needed to look at. Um, Affordable Care Act impacts employers provided health insurance plans that the um, can you explain a little bit what Affordable Care Act has done and the impacts that it's had on employers what they need to do 
Sure. There's, as we all know, a lot of politics that goes into the provision of health care. And politics on both sides of the aisle have uh, a lot to do with how an employer is going to offer an employee benefit. There are mandates and rules and guidance that come from many different federal departments, whether it's the IRS or it's Health and Human Services or Department of Labor. Every one of those departments has something to say about you as an employer providing a health plan. Much of that is outlined in the Affordable Care Act. What's really critical, though, is how an employer's size actually makes a difference in which set of rules apply to them. And what's interesting here at the bank is you're right around that 100 employee mark. And if you go over that mark, there's one package of rules that applies. But if you're under that, there's a separate and entirely different set of rules that apply to you. So an employer's first goal is to figure out as they're working with their insurance company and their insurance advisor, which set of rules apply to me? And then how do I build my strategy based on those federal rules? Okay, so when we're going through this process, you know, how do you, what are the steps to negotiate a new cost control alternative? You bet. Uh, when we looked at your plan, for example, we saw opportunity to make some plan design changes that we knew would lead to cost savings for both the bank and for your employees. And very simply, it was a, a plan that said if you reimbursed employees for a portion of their out-of-pocket expense, both of you could win in this scenario. Uh, and we proved that mathematically by reducing your premiums and at the same time protecting employees and allowing them to continue to be satisfied with your employee benefits plan. There are other strategies in the market nowadays that uh, uh, you may consider taking advantage of down the road. There are plans now where smaller employers can actually build a self-funded kind of model where the employer takes on a little more risk as it relates to the health insurance plan and the claims that are paid by the health insurance plan. There are more narrow network strategies. We refer to them as narrow network strategies. What that means is you might agree to offer a health insurance plan that limits the number of medical providers that your employees or your plan members can see. So in Southeast Wisconsin, we know that there's a strong presence from Aurora. There's a strong presence from Wheaton All Saints. There's a strong presence in Kenosha County with United Hospital System. So then as you're looking at health plans, you as an employer have to make a decision about whether you're going to offer all of those health systems or if you want to take a step to limit access to those systems in return for lower premium expense related to your health plan. And as overwhelming as that sounds, you know, the, the alternatives and the options out there, again, that's part of the process of the educational process of of working an employer through the system so that he or she totally understands what's available, what the what the risks are, what the potential rewards are, and all those fun things that go with it. Yes, that is correct. Fantastic. Mike, something that uh, I know we were we were up against a little bit is what they call the Cadillac tax. And and, and basically all the Cadillac tax really is is if you continue to go down the path like we were going where it was a very traditional coverage uh, premiums um, deductibles all that stuff uh, the government said that that was too rich of a plan right 
has I know that the, that Cadillac tax was supposed to kick into place, which basically would tax employers for to continue to offer something like that, which is another reason we, we really had to search for a different alternative. Um, is that still in effect, and when, when, when will that go into effect? Originally, the Cadillac tax was supposed to go into effect in 2018. It has now officially been delayed until 2020. And both sides of the political aisle have weighed in on this, and, and in fact, it is a bipartisan delay for the Cadillac tax. Very simply, they recognized that employers were going to be penalized for things that they really had no control over. So let's say, for example, you had an older population in your group. Well, older populations require higher health insurance premiums, again, because they're older folks, they have more medical claims, which then leads to higher premiums. Well, higher premiums is what triggers the Cadillac tax, and you may have been subject to a, a 40% chargeback related to your health insurance premiums for something that you really had no control over. Seems reasonable. <laughs> the other thing is if your plan had members within it that had higher cost medical claims. Again, uh, people that had serious ongoing medical conditions, if for whatever reason you had an abundance of them, you were going to be penalized for that. So once again, you're, you're being penalized through the Cadillac tax for something that you really don't have control over. I think what happens is, is both sides of the aisle recognize that and said, all right, we, we have to put the pause on this, at least for now. The downside of this whole thing, though, is the federal government was definitely depending on the Cadillac tax to help it fund other elements of the Affordable Care Act, whether it was subsidies for people who were lower income, whether it was plan changes or reduced out-of-pocket expenses related to deductible and copayments, those kinds of things are actually built in for other people that participate in Affordable Care Act-driven health insurance plans. So now the government has to find a way to find the dollars that they have committed to those subsidies. And again, the Cadillac tax originally was supposed to do that. Now those dollars are, if anything, delayed and may not even exist going forward. There's a lot of belief that eventually the federal government will fully repeal the Cadillac tax. But now they've got to find a way to fund their other obligations. We all know that t that typically translates back to the taxpayer. So I guess we'll see about that going forward. In summary here, Mike, um, I think I think it's fair to say that if you're a small business, well, if any size business owner, if you're not uh, what I call turning off every turning over every rock and, and looking at the alternatives and the options available, uh, it's probably costing you money to do that. And I would recommend that uh, whether it's with you, or whether it's with your your current um, health provider out there. Uh, to make sure that the process is, is talked about, to make sure you get educated on on what is available. I know I know a lot more about it today than I did a year ago, and, uh, and, and that's because of what you guys did, and I thank you very much for doing that. If anybody wants to get a hold of you, Mike, how do they do that? Well, we're located in Racine, Wisconsin. We also have an office in Kenosha uh, and an office in Door County, which is nice. 
that's Unfortunately, I don't get up there often enough. That's where we should have held this podcast this morning. <laughs> Good idea. I'll just, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll give you my direct telephone number. Perfect. And if uh, somebody needs to be referred to others within our organization, we can certainly do that. Uh, I am in the employee benefits area of the company, and I can be re- reached at area code 262-898-6608. And we also take care of folks when it comes to their personal home and auto insurance. And then we uh, deal with employers on the business insurance side of things too, which encompasses business liability, workers' comp, and those business insurance elements as well. And if somebody gives me a call, I can certainly refer them to the appropriate source within our company. What's your... uh web address also. We are at davidinsurance.com and uh, every one of those divisions that I just mentioned has uh, some highlighted information at our website. Fantastic. You know part of our job here at Community State Bank is to to provide education and to to create learning opportunities for for our customers and prospects and just the community in general and hopefully today we're able to do some of that. Uh, Make sure that you check your health insurance, uh, check all your benefits to make sure that you're maximizing what you can do. Uh, get the people that you need involved in this, get the experts involved in it so that they can help you, and uh, hopefully you got something out of this today. Mike, thanks for coming in today. We really appreciate it. You bet. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to CSV Broadcast. For more information on Community State Bank, visit us at communitystatebank.net.